Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Could you possibly be the jerk for fighting back against a ridiculously expensive emergency room bill? We'll get to that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for banishing my teenage daughter's friend from our house because she made fun of my weight? I, 37-year-old female, have two kids with my husband, 41-year-old male, a 14-year-old daughter, and a 10-year-old son. Our daughter's always been a little socially awkward to the point that we've had her tested since we suspected her of being on the spectrum. Turns out she isn't on the spectrum, she's just a natural introvert. However, this year in school, we were thrilled when our daughter made a new friend her age, since that's an area in which she struggles. Long story short, she recently invited her new friend over, with our approval, to have dinner at our house and then spend the night. So my daughter's friend came over, my husband's usually the cook in the family and this night was no exception, he made us a really nice meal. During the course of said meal, I asked my daughter's friend, are you enjoying the food? She responded, yes, your husband is a great cook. No wonder you've ended up a bigger woman. The room got quiet for several moments. My husband tried to laugh it off and change the subject, but I wasn't having it. The girl had just leveled a completely uncalled for insult at me. My daughter's friend seemed to realize that she'd messed up, but she didn't say anything else. We finished an awkward dinner in mostly silence, and my daughter's friend did stay the night. This was a couple of months ago. Recently, my daughter asked if she could have her friend back over, and I told her, sure, if she's going to apologize to me. When our daughter asked what I meant, I reminded her of what she'd said. My daughter responded that it was over and that she didn't want to bring it up again. She then went to her father and asked, and he said, sure, but she then told him what I'd said. He came to me and said, daughter's friend just felt awkward and tried to make a joke. It didn't land. For the sake of our daughter, can't you just let it go? Yes, I could. But the thing is, I just want an apology from the girl. I need to see that she understands how rude she was before I can get on board with her and my daughter hanging out. My husband says that I'm being weird for insisting on an apology from a 14-year-old, especially since that girl is such a good friend of our daughter. I think that it's weird that I'm still waiting for an apology from that same girl. Seriously, that's all I need. I just need to know that any friend of my daughter is willing to own up to her screw-ups. As somebody who was once a socially awkward 14-year-old, if you want an apology, you should probably ask for it. I'm willing to bet they're more than afraid to even go near that topic anymore. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not these people are jerks in the comments down below, why not hit that subscribe button? Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my brother off when he berated my daughter for not changing her cousin's diaper? Context, I moved in with my brother after my divorce three months ago and brought my 18-year-old daughter with me. My brother and his girlfriend have a nine-month-old daughter, my niece. This happened this past Friday. My brother's girlfriend was on a shift. She's a nurse, and my brother was in a work-from-home meeting. I was out of the house for hours. He was watching the baby via nanny cam and apparently she needed a diaper change but he was so busy. 
He texted my daughter asking if she'd go in and quickly change her cousin's diaper, but she refused. She told me that she had her reasons. One, she doesn't feel comfortable around babies, and two, she was already late for her friend's birthday party. Her other friend and brother were waiting on her outside. My brother insisted, but she refused, which made him cut the meeting and get kicked out of it. My daughter was out of the house at that point. I got home and there was a huge argument. I found my brother berating my daughter for not helping with her baby cousin and doing him this small, one-time favor. Now he got kicked out of his meeting. My daughter was crying, so I told my brother off and said that his daughter is his and his girlfriend's responsibility and he shouldn't rely on my daughter for her care. He explained how it was just a one-time favor and how he's been very supportive of us since I divorced my ex, but I told him that it's not an excuse to force my daughter to do what she didn't feel comfortable with. His girlfriend got involved and called me an ungrateful jerk and told us we have two weeks to move out. I tried to speak to my brother about his girlfriend's decision, but he shut me off saying that I was in the wrong for telling him off instead of holding my daughter accountable for her lack of support. Honestly, I think Opie was right. Taking care of that baby is not the daughter's responsibility. Our next story is, would I be the jerk for taking my daughter to visit my family? My wife Jenna, 28-year-old female, and I, 32-year-old male, had our daughter Averly six months ago. We've been together for 10 years and married for three. We both live out of state from our families, and neither of us have had the best relationship with them. Though Jenna's family's made a lot of effort to come and visit, mend bridges, and interact with Averly since she was born. My family, mom, 52-year-old female, stepdad, 55-year-old male, and three younger brothers, 17 to 21, live an extra few hours away and are yet to meet her. It's important to note that my mom and Jenna do not get along. Mom has always had something to say about Jenna, and the older Jenna's gotten and the longer it's gone on, the less Jenna's been willing to let it go over her head. This has resulted in us spending the last 10 years doing separate holiday visits. My plan this year was to drop Jenna at her parents' place safely after the flight, and then carry on the extra 3-hour drive with Averly to mine, and then pick her up on December 23rd so we could spend Christmas Day as a family. Jenna's response was simply... No. In our house, no is usually a complete sentence, but I asked her why, and her response was, We've talked about this when I was pregnant. You've never had my back with your mom, so I don't trust you to advocate for Averly. And since she's made no effort to be around her, I'm not comfortable with letting you take our baby into that environment without me. And I'm not going to go somewhere, it's evident I'm not wanted. I brought up the fact that I want my daughter to know my step-slash-parents and her side of the family, and that Jenna was stopping that from happening, and how unfair it was to my mom given that her parents have been here at least twice a month since she's been born, and have been able to have that bonding time. I told her I would drop her off and take Averly anyway, or me and Averly would fly into my parents' home airport, but one way or another, she would be meeting them this Christmas. That's when Jenna just cracked and broke. She started bawling and repeating how she couldn't believe I'd put her in that position. And when I told this story to my best friend at the pub, even he raised his eyebrow and said it wasn't a good move. Jenna's been sleeping on the couch, and I'm beginning to feel awful and second-guess everything. Would I be the jerk, or am I right in standing my ground here? I say have them come to you in a situation where your wife can be there. 
Otherwise, it just seems like a bit much for everybody. Our next story is, am I the jerk for using a joke about sexuality to imply my coworker's boundary with her boyfriend is stupid? For context, I, 29-year-old female, am bisexual and I've been working at my company for about a year and a half. We just started returning to the office about three months ago, and it's the first time I've really started to get to know my coworkers on a deeper level than just Zoom chats. It's about a 50-person company. I've never come out at work since there was never really an opportunity to. My immediate boss knows I have a girlfriend, but that's about it. Yesterday, I was eating lunch in the kitchen and chatting with one of my female co-workers, around 30-year-old female, that I've started to develop a friendship with. She mentioned a girl's trip she'd planned over the holidays, and I told her in turn about a trip that I'd planned with my best guy friend Matt, and I said my partner couldn't get off work to join. I should also mention that I'm femme and straight passing. She immediately raised her eyebrows and said, Wow, that's wild that your boyfriend would let you go on a trip alone with another guy. Before I said anything about my relationship, I asked her why that was wild. She immediately went into a little mini rant about how her and her boyfriend have a boundary about not crossing friendships of the opposite sex, and it means that they have a deeper level of trust. It honestly came across as a little condescending. While I do believe that everyone knows the right thing for their relationship, I've always found this particular boundary to feel a little absurd to me, and so I said exactly why I feel that way. Huh, I wouldn't understand. That would be tough for my girlfriend and I since we're bisexual. I guess we wouldn't be able to have any friends at all, I said in a teasing tone and laughed. My coworker turned white as a sheet. Clearly I'd embarrassed her. I tried to change the subject and move on, but she started to look more angry than embarrassed. She basically said it was uncalled for to make fun of and insult her relationship, and that I set her up for failure by not telling her I was bisexual until that moment. She then had the nerve to say, To be honest, I don't really think the workplace is somewhere to be discussing sexuality at all. I didn't say anything after that, and walked away. Embarrassed too. I feel conflicted about the whole exchange. On one hand, I don't think I'm the jerk at all, and that it's her fault for assuming my sexuality in the first place, and that she was telling me about her relationship, which means it was perfectly acceptable for me to talk about mine. On the other hand, my girlfriend said I was out of line to make that joke, and I clearly embarrassed her, and she was just being defensive, as anyone would if they felt their relationship was attacked. While I feel like my joke was really just the truth and not an attack, I can't help but feel like maybe I was the jerk? Do I owe her an apology? I don't think an apology is necessary, but prepare for an awkward conversation with HR, probably. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my stepmother she's not the most important woman in my life? My dad is married to Yanni. They've been together for a little over six years and married for about four now. Dad was a widower when they met. I'm 16-year-old female, and my siblings are 14-year-old female and 12-year-old male. Our mom died 8 years ago. Yanni hasn't adjusted well to being a step-parent. I think she thought she would just be a parent to us, because our mom had died and didn't consider that we would still talk about and have photos of mom. Over the years, she's been to therapy and her and my dad have gone to couples sessions. In the last year, the five of us have gone to family therapy, and she's admitted that it's hard for her because she feels like she's second best or a consolation to us, and that we don't really love and want her. 
dad assured her that we all love her just as much as mom, that she's his number one and is vital to our family. For a while then, in sessions, she and the therapist would talk about how she feels like she's not a true member of the family, like she's a second-class member, not someone we see as important in the structure of the family. She said she never felt love from any of us, and she feels like even extended family, which she explicitly said was grandparents and any aunts and uncles, come before her when it comes to us kids. She said she sees it in so many things, including the way we don't regard her parents as our grandparents, or her two sisters as our aunts, and how when I turned 16 and we had a nice dinner party, my guest list included both my mom and dad's sides of the family but not her side. My sister was the first to speak during all of this, and she said nothing was ever done to make her feel bad, that she just doesn't think of her as her mom or as being her parent. Once that was said, she was talking about how much that makes her feel bad and like she's not truly accepted. The therapist asked us to consider whether we'd be willing to deepen the relationship so she felt equally as loved and as important as our dad, and dad wanted us to consider ditching our typical Christmas dynamic and spend the time with her parents exclusively this year. Then three weeks ago, she brought up that I'd made something for class that went into details on my family and she pointed out that she and her family were not mentioned. Then she asked why my grandparents, aunts, uncles, and cousins were mentioned on both sides, all with their own pages. But I couldn't make room for the most important woman in my life, her. I told her because she's not the most important woman in my life. I told her that will always be my mom, followed by both my grandmas. She asked if she was just second best then, if she was unimportant, and I refused to answer. Afterward, my dad and Yanni both told me that I was cruel to say that she wasn't the most important woman in my life when she's there every day and has done her best. Am I the jerk? Honestly, I'm questioning this therapist because I feel like they should realize they're not entitled to that mom role. This next story is, am I the jerk for throwing out a strange lady that entered my house uninvited? Today is my free day and I was kind of slow getting ready. I was just about to shower and was only in my underwear when a lady knocked on my door. She was already inside the house in front of my door. I thought that it was my mother-in-law and shouted, not a good time. I waited for her to leave, but she didn't and knocked again. Okay, must be important. I wrapped myself in a blanket and went to open the door. A strange lady stood in front of me, asking if there was an apartment showing around here. I was completely shocked and quite angry. She didn't ring the bell, there's no sign outside, and without going into detail, there's no possibility that there would be an apartment showing anywhere near here. I saw her judging my appearance, which angered me even more. I can wear what the heck I want in my own home. I told her to immediately leave the house in a commanding tone. She had the audacity to get annoyed for being told to leave. Do I really have to be? A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Be nice to someone that just entered my house without warning? I think the simple answer is no, right? Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my dad's wife I own the house she lives in? My 29-year-old female, dad, married a woman named Maria a year ago after dating for four years. My dad wanted to buy a larger house for them to live in, but couldn't afford it without selling the home he lived in at the time, which is a unique property that he dearly loves. Although I now live abroad, I like the area he lives in, and my husband offered to buy a house there that my dad and Maria could live in. My dad agreed to this on the proviso that we not tell Maria that it wasn't him who paid for the house. This made no difference to me, so I agreed, and the house they live in is in my name, and they live there. I never planned to tell her. Recently, I went back to my home country and decided to stay with my dad for half my time there. The whole time, Maria made it clear I was an inconvenience and that me doing things with my dad was annoying to her, but I'm not a confrontational person and I don't react to much, so I let it go. However, two days before I was due to leave, she came into my room and saw that I had my dad's dog on the bed. Now, this is a dog that my dad has had since before he met Maria and that I raised. Maria doesn't allow him on her bed, which is fine, but I've always had him sleep on mine. She flipped out, saying this was the final straw and that she'd had enough of me disrespecting her in her own home and I had to leave. I tried to de-escalate the situation, saying we should just wait for my dad and sit down and talk this out, but she was adamant that I had to leave and that she had the authority to make me. After several minutes of me trying to explain to her that it was absurd of her to try to kick me out of my dad's house without talking to him, she said that what she said went. And since she married my dad, this is technically her house. I just chuckled and said, since my name's on the deed, it's technically my house, but there's no need to get technical, we should just wait for my dad. She was shocked and left the room. When my dad came back, I told him what happened, and he went to speak to her. There was a shouting match, and she didn't speak to either of us until I left two days later. My dad's mad I told her, which I get, but since then I've also got texts from her kids saying that I was the jerk for telling her and making her feel like a guest in the house. This isn't the case. She isn't a guest. She's a tenant. But so is my dad, and the only point I was trying to make was that she didn't have any business trying to kick me out of my father's house, let alone my own property. I didn't take it there until she did. That said, maybe I should have just left the ownership out and let my dad handle it? Honestly, I think OP did their dad a favor. Would you guys agree with me when I say it's weird that he walked on eggshells and tried to prevent her from knowing any of this stuff? Our next story is, am I the jerk for not giving any of my grandparents' inheritance to my father's wife? My father married Amy, 29-year-old female, this past summer. I, 27-year-old female, have no relationship with her. I do my best to avoid any family events that she's attending. My grandparents and my father never had a great relationship. They told me that I would be receiving most of their inheritance in camp. My grandfather passed away two years ago from a heart attack. I graduated college and took care of my grandmother. She passed away in May from cancer. I kept the camp the same as they had left it and currently have my girlfriend, 28-year-old female, living with me. I used some of the inheritance money on debt and student loans. 
I still have some left over and I'm thinking about taking my girlfriend on a trip to visit her family. She's from Australia and hasn't been able to see her family since she moved here. My father spent the money he received on Amy. They announced last month that Amy was pregnant and were struggling to afford stuff for the baby. My father does work and Amy does not. My father reached out to me a few days ago regarding the money, asking if I was willing to give some money to Amy as she needed money to purchase baby clothes and other necessaries. I responded back to my father to let him know that the money I received was mine and had no interest in giving Amy anything. My mother's aware and fully supports my decision on not helping my father and Amy. He hasn't spoken to me since reaching out and Amy spreading lies to parts of the family. I mean, I don't know what's going on between OP and Amy, but they're not entitled to any of OP's money. This next story is, am I the jerk for how I fought my boyfriend's medical bill going too far? My boyfriend had to go to the emergency room after an accident and he got a truly ridiculous bill back. I offered to fight the bill because I've done it before and he said sure. I went all out because honestly if we were out five grand after insurance that would mess up our holiday plans pretty bad. So I had him call the hospital and authorize me to handle his bill and access his medical records got an itemized bill and compared the prices for each code to the fair prices, called billing to dispute the bill, but was told that billing only collects bills, I would need to contact admin to dispute, bounced around a call center for hours trying to get someone who was actually qualified for bill disputes and getting nowhere, Google and LinkedIn searched for the hospital board of directors and upper management, got 30 emails of the most influential people at the hospital, plus the hospital's investors, every day would send a few emails working my way up the chain and writing an increasingly long email describing how they billed my client at seven times over the fair price for services rendered and how their billing department, customer service department, and the growing list of management I'd emailed had failed to address the issue escalated the emails until I was writing the director-level staff with the entire board of directors and a number of outside investors CC'd asking for a written statement regarding their justification for billing at a rate seven times higher than the national average for commensurate services to what's available at other hospitals and sternly laying out the failures to appropriately respond at every level of the company. Well, Once I'd done all that, which was honestly only like 15 minutes a day, they reduced the bill from $5,000 to $26. Yep, 26 freaking dollars. Well, I told my boyfriend the good news, and he was at first overjoyed and blown away. Like literally jumping up and down and hugging me and saying I was literally a Christmas miracle. But then he asked how I did it. I said it wasn't too hard. I just had to send a couple emails each day. He was curious what I'd said, and I handed him my phone. He started to get stressed and flipping back through other emails, which there were like 60 of. He told me I went way too far. He was expecting me to dispute through their billing department or something normal and reasonable like that, not internet stalk every single manager and board member and investor and harass them into dropping the bill. I was frustrated because I had just saved us five grand, actually made it possible for us to afford a nice Christmas and save some money. And he was so mad at me because I'd been a bit of a hard butt. 
I was furious, and he was also mad at me saying he authorized me to dispute a bill, not basically threaten and harass a whole darn hospital for weeks. Am I the jerk for how I got my boyfriend's medical bills dropped? Maybe OP should go ahead and bill the boyfriend $5,000 for their time invested. Dude is clearly ungrateful for something awesome that OP did. Amazingly great work. Our next story is, am I the jerk for last minute uninviting multiple people for my wedding over a joke? I, 26 year old female, am getting married in February 2023 to my fiance, John, 29 year old male. We've been together for four years. Before I met him, and for the first year and a half of our relationship, I lived with Tammy, 27 year old female. Tammy and I have been best friends since we met at 12 or 13. Tammy and John have a great relationship too. The issue is with some people in my friend group who I met after John and I got serious. For some reason, they're all obsessed with the and they were roommates joke when it comes to Tammy and I. At first it was kind of funny, but now it's crossed the line and they won't stop. If I casually mention Tammy's coming along to an outing, at least two people will make some dirty sex joke about the two of us. She hit really hard times during COVID, and John and I let her stay in the guest bedroom. Cue the jokes about having a maid, wink wink, nudge nudge. It makes all three of us uncomfortable, and I've tried to get them to stop, but because they're my soon-to-be sister-in-law's friends, and I'm close with sister-in-law who doesn't make these jokes, it's been hard to cut them out or distance myself because of the tangled web of connections. I should note that I've been very clear that I dislike these jokes and that they're being disrespectful to myself, Tammy, and John. Well, last week we all went out and Tammy came along. I was in no mood for these types of jokes and made a note in my phone of everyone who made a joke and how many times they said it. At the end of the night, we all went back to my place and I stood up and pointed at the jokesters and said, you're uninvited. Out of eight people who went out with us, four were uninvited. I made it very clear why and explained it again so there was no confusion. The four who were uninvited left the apartment. My fiance's on my side, but my sister-in-law is now fuming. She's super pissed that I've isolated her from her friends because she's obligated to pick family. I said she can still be friends with them so long as they stop the jokes. Christ alive, people, I'm not dictating her friendships. This was a part of a much bigger conversation that I was obviously not going to transcribe here. She can still be friends with them if they make those jokes, but the bigger picture was that I was not going to be friends with them if they continued to make those jokes. Naturally, the people who I uninvited are pissed too, and there's been a barrage of passive-aggressive Instagram posts about it and the money they've spent being wasted. Am I the jerk for uninviting them? I think not considering you told them time and time again you hate those jokes. Good actual friends, no one to knock it off. That said, our final story of the day is, am I the jerk for how I responded to my sister-in-law's prank? I am deathly afraid of cats. There wasn't ever an incident, they just terrify me. My husband loves cats and had one of his own during his childhood. He knows how afraid I am of them though and will protect me every time we visit someone that has a cat. He understands my fear and decided pretty early on that he prefers me to having a cat. His sister cannot comprehend this. She's always talking about how unfair and selfish I'm being and that her brother deserves to have a cat. I just ignore her. One thing she started to do is tell my kids how great cats are 
and how they're missing out and should beg me to get them one. My kids are very young and easily influenced and have been asking me for a cat for weeks now. I almost gave in and visited my sister-in-law to try and pet her cat, but I freaked out and had a panic attack the second it looked at me. Well, we were having dinner at my sister-in-law's house. The cat was playing with the kids while the adults were sitting in the living room. I was stuck to my husband as simply knowing that a cat was in the area makes me feel sick. All of a sudden, my son calls me over saying that he needs me. He was in this small storage sort of room for some reason. Obviously, I go inside and he starts giggling and then something brushes past me and it was the cat. I was freaking terrified and screamed. I began to cry, hyperventilate, and I can't even remember what happened. I almost vomited too, but my husband heard and helped. Turns out, my sister-in-law decided it would be funny to make my kid think that pranking me with the cat would be funny. Obviously it wasn't. She thought it was though, and tried giving my son a high five for doing a good job. I was just so over it, and I ended up telling my sister-in-law that I hate her and her stupid freaking cat and that she's no longer allowed around my kids. She immediately started to cry and said that she just thought my fear of cats was silly and that if she made my kids show me, then I'd be more understanding. She didn't think I would act like that in front of my kids, like I can control my reaction. She said that she understands me hating her, but I'm being unfair for not letting her see her nephews. I just told her that she has her cat. She's been really upset and has called me everything you can think of. My mother-in-law is asking that I think about this some more and that I should cut her some slack. Am I the jerk for my harsh response to her prank? Yes, I've tried therapy and have done things such as figuring out the root cause, discussing reasons, setting short-term goals, helpful techniques, etc. I really wanted to fulfill my husband's dream of having a cat, but while I got some useful information, I still can't touch cats or be too close to them. I can be in their presence now though, and I cannot do exposure therapy, especially after this incident. I physically and mentally am unable to. I don't blame OP. If somebody has a known phobia, and you're the jerk that thinks it's funny to scare them using that phobia, do you really even deserve to be around that person? Should you be shocked that they no longer want to be around you or for you to be in their life but with that being said that's all the time we have for today now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy am i the jerk here story check out that video on the left or if you missed my latest video check out that video on the right that said i'll see you all next time with some more stories Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.